Good evening, everyone. My name's Colin. Um, and the DM for the game of Skyrim 10 AD. Uh, our game is set uh, 10 years after the destruction of Alduin, the World Eater, at the hands of the Dragonborn. Um, however, it is not the Dragonborn's tale we are here to tell. We have four new intrepid travelers. Um, Three of them brand new to Skyrim, uh, none of them have been here before, and one uh, guide, as it were, to, to escort them around the town and show them the ins and outs, and, uh, well, the inns and the uh, um, the gorges. Um, so I'd like to introduce uh, our characters at the moment, and if you'd like to introduce yourselves... Um, in the order of your armor rating. So, what's your uh, armor I'm rating? I'm, I'm 14. Uh, God, mine's got to be super low, whatever it is. Uh, mine's 18. 17, yeah, 14. Go ahead, Victor, and I'll follow right behind you. <laughs> so we're going bottom to top, you're saying, Colin? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I'm Victor. My character's name is uh, Septimus Vulpin, otherwise known as Mouse. He is the one uh, resident of Skyrim. Uh, he uh, grew up on a small farm, at least until he was around 14. Um, he is originally an Imperial, but was uh, brought to Skyrim uh, when he was very, very young. His parents were killed. Uh, he grew up with his aunt on a small farm near White Run. Uh, she was killed in a bandit raid. When he was about 14 and uh, he lived on the streets and sometimes in honor hall uh, until uh, he was old enough to go out on his own uh, he's a rogue uh, class uh, currently level two uh, he has a background of an urchin if you're a DD aficionado and uh, um, that's about it that's all i'm going to say about him right now awesome thank you very much Mouse. And then we have uh, Botty Greengrove. Uh, Botty is a wood elf, um, young and sassy, uh, quick to act, uh, more than think first. Uh, inspired by the great stories of old of the, the dragonborn that she's heard these low these last 10 years uh, since passing. Uh, very inspired. Uh, wants to be a bard, also maybe in Skyrim, wants, wanting to uh, pay homage to the, the Bard's College uh, in order to better hone her craft, in order to deliver the message of the, the Dragonborn as she uh, grows and uh, spreads the word, the good word of the, the Dragonborn throughout all of Skyrim. She's new to the area, found um, Luke uh, around the border, and decided to team up and stumbled upon a cat, and now they're uh, they're all uh, best of buds heading um, out into Skyrim for more adventure. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. And Andrew? Okay, this is Ray. My character is Jaquai Chang Kane. He's a young male Khajiit uh, monk. He grew up in a uh, monastery in the wilds of elsewhere and uh, has never known living anywhere else. Uh, his brother uh, left when he was very young 
and uh, while at the monastery, he received a letter um, saying, you know, referring to his brother, uh, somebody was looking for him, and the master was concerned, and so sent uh, Jaquai to Skyrim to discover the uh, the location and the uh, situation that uh, his uh, brother found himself in. Excellent. And uh, lastly, but definitely not leastly. Thank you. Uh, this, <clears throat> excuse me. This is uh, Pat here. I'm playing the character of Luce, Luke Icewalker, uh, who's fitting that he's on the other end of this from uh, from Mouse because he's the opposite of Mouse in, in many other respects. Uh, whereas Mouse is uh, slim and small and and quiet and sneaky, Luke is uh, large and Nordic and uh, clanky, uh, given the uh, the heavy armor he wears. Uh, he is, is also the opposite in that he was a Nord who um, has never before now been to Skyrim. He grew up uh, in Cyrodiil as the child of Nordic refugees who fled the, uh, the troubles in uh, Skyrim in the, in the early days of the, of the, the uh, Skyrim Civil War. Uh, he uh, went through some adventures, some of which have been talked about, some of which have not been talked about, and uh, wound up uh, in a monastery of, of uh, Kinnereth. Uh, he, he tends to refer to her as Kinnereth rather than Kine. Uh, and uh, a few weeks ago, months ago, a couple months ago now maybe, uh, he received an inspiration to travel to Skyrim. He hooked up with, uh, with, uh, with Body at the, the local inn, knowing that she was interested in going to Skyrim. There they uh, met Jaquai and, and encountered Mouse. And uh, again, he feels very much, uh, very much spiritually compelled to be here and feels like he is literally doing his God's work by what he's doing right now on this mission. Amazing. Thank you and welcome, everybody. Thank you for, um, uh, for being my players and uh, subjugating yourself to this. Um, uh, last uh, we left off, um, uh, the troop had um, made themselves useful around the, the town of Falkreath, especially to the steward, uh, Nenya. She had uh, asked them to help her with certain favours, and they obliged and, and managed to work out a, a nice price to aid taking out some spiders uh, of of a mine uh, coming across a Nordic ruin and then um, clearing some Draugr uh, out of the town that seemed to be uh, escaping its way out of the Hall of the Dead in the, the, the very heart of uh, Falkreath, uh, the city of Falkreath. Uh, once there, they discovered that there may be a skooma uh, operation operating in uh, Falkreath Hold, uh, much to this dismay, the obvious dismay of Luke, um, with uh, some great um, deductive reasoning from um, Mouse of a letter that he found inside the Hall of the Dead, uh, the catacombs below the Hall of the Dead. Um, they discovered that they might have found the location, um, possibly uh, being Helgen. Uh, they went there and attacked a group of bandits who seemed to all be uh, imbibing skooma, uh, but didn't seem very interested in selling it. Um, they went down to the depths of Helgen Keep, where they encountered a man uh, fro apparently from Luke's past called Broto Hetelius. Um, a battle ensued while 
uh, they were attacking Broto, a they met another young Nord by the name of Lenil, begging for his life not to be harmed by the uh, trio, uh, by the uh, the quad. Um, after taking Broto down, um, Luke, using the cantrip spared dying, spared his life and trussed him up like a Thanksgiving turkey. And they troop after a, a night's rest, escorted him back to Falkreath and had him locked away. Uh, it's in this time that they learned from Lenil that he has been infected um, by a disease or a curse that they haven't been able to identify. And judging what happened to the last person who had this in Falkreath uh, jail, uh, the, the outcome of this disease is not a good one. Um, but taking some skooma seems to um, postpone its effects or delay the uh, the effects and delay them away. So with this information uh, from uh, Lenil, uh, they want he wanted them he wanted them to help him free his Aniki, his older brother, who was being held in a different location. Uh, they headed off to Falkreath Tower and descended in, uh, fighting off a smoke creature who ended up turning into what seemed to be uh, an effervescent spider creature and freeing Anarchy. They, um, they headed off into the other room uh, and ended up coming face to face uh, with an Argonian man who seems to have a... A very uh, extreme interest in alchemy. Uh, once they entered the room, he uh, thanked them for delaying his delivery of Nightshade and then promptly stabbed a very red-colored heart and plunged it into a cauldron. And this is where we pick up. I would like everybody to roll initiative, please. Sorry about that very long intro. I didn't know where everybody was. I rolled four. Okay, just give me one second. I like that intro, Colin. I was like, we did all that? <laughs> We've been busy. <laughs> so I rolled a three. Right. Mighty three for my initiative. <laughs> you guys are in trouble. So, anybody get uh, 20 to 25? Uh, so that's a no. Give me one second. I've got to roll my own initiatives here. So, that is the wrong dice. And. And then there it's gonna be Anarchy. And then that one. So there's uh Uh, 
Sorry about that. So, has anybody? Nobody got twenty-five to uh, twenty. Did anybody get fifteen to twenty? Ooh. Um. So that's going to be anarchy. Uh, does anybody get uh, ten to fifteen? Body roll twelve. Mm-hmm. Twelve. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so five to ten. Jaquai's got five. Okay, so Then we have Jaquai and so one to five. I rolled a four. Nice. And a three from Luke. Nice. And then Luke bringing it up. The, uh, the rear. Okay, so um, first off, um, first up on the layer uh, on the uh, on the initiative order is the layer action. So you guys, after plunging the heart into the cauldron here, um, you see a very big cloud of smoke starting emanating <coughs> um, uh, from this cauldron and starts to cover a, 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 uh, an area of 25 uh, feet or a, a 25 foot radius around the cauldron and it just starts churning out this green golden um, uh, sort of like you know flashes of red smoke just pumping out of this cauldron after he finished plunging the heart into it that's the laying your eyes there. The next arc is Anarchy. So, Anarchy is here. So, what is Anarchy going to do? Um, Anarchy is going to, noticing, let's make a perception check, a quick one. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, it starts heading over in this direction. So, what's that? So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And then, further action. Um, now they're gonna hold their action in case anything comes within range, uh, and they're gonna attack with the sword if anything comes in range, and simply gonna turn around to the uh, to the rest of the group and say, uh, "He's a spellcaster too." Okay. So next up after Anarchy is Butty. Butty, what would you like to do? Oh God, I have no idea. Um. As you're looking around, you uh, he's now started to the. You saw the Argonian up there, 
but now he's become heavily obscured because there's now a uh, 20 uh, foot uh, radius around this he's been now engulfed inside the smoke that's now pumping out uh, of this mm-hmm. cauldron Hey, Colin, I don't, I don't want to get us hung up on technical stuff, but the uh, Hangout picture is not updated. I don't know if you're able to make an update, but okay, the, Just give me one the second. Hangout picture is still showing the uh, the generic Roll20 screen. Okay. So, uh, why hasn't that changed? You guys can see the... Uh, yep. Yeah, I can. I can see it fine. You know, in my own roll twenty, I can see it. Okay. So, buddy, what would you like to do? Oh gosh, I assess the situation more. Maybe I'll move uh, thirty feet closer and do sort of a. I don't, I don't know if I can like analyze the smoke or see if there's anything dangerous in the room. Maybe can I do an investigation or something? Uh, you can make a perception check from where you are. So yeah, okay. roll a uh, roll a d twenty and then add your proficiency bonus for. Uh, well, I don't know whether you're proficient in um, perception as a plus in perception. two. Uh, okay, so 11 plus 2 is 13. Plus, plus your one jack of all trades. Oh, so... Uh, you you get plus one on every skill check that you're not proficient in. Yeah, jack. 14? 14. Okay, so... Having a look, quick look around. Uh, over uh, on the opposite side, you see just about here, you see something bubbling up from underneath the surface of the water. The water is flowing in this direction. Uh, it's flowing from right to left. Uh, but it's not a like an extreme flow. It's kind of sort of like a gentle, but it is definitely flowing. If you were to stop swimming, it would probably pull you along. Uh, over here, in this side, you see... Um, or is it uh, Anarchy is heading off in this direction. You see about 10 foot in the air, there seems to be this ledge that's overhanging. All the water is going down below, but 10 foot high off the ground. So this is the ground here. This is 10 foot high in the air. Is a ledge that's hanging over, all, and all the water is flowing beneath that. Um, and... You could suppose if somebody with uh, with enough uh, skill could probably jump up here to be able to traverse across to the other side. Uh, over here, there is on this side, there is absolutely nothing, uh, no purchase of anything like that. It's just flowing water coming in from this side. Um, Can I uh, tell if the water is normal water that it's okay to swim through, or through my perception check? Mm, it seems just like rather regular water. It's sort of like you know, it's white in some places as it's rushing through. But other than that, um, it doesn't seem any difference. As I said, you do see some bubbling up coming from there 
and from your position, probably there as well. You see some bubbling coming from underneath the surface. Well, let's see, I've got fairly high dexterity, so I could probably make it up that wall. So I'm going to start heading towards that wall. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. So uh, if you can, you can just move your character, which is yeah, just there. So if you yep. can move it. And that, um, yeah, that page is not. Um, renewing. So give me a second. Yeah, it doesn't seem to want to go live or something. And I'm trying to remember how I streamed just the roll 20 last time. <laughs> so let's just stop that there. And... So... So, Botty, have you have you moved? Sorry, I have uh, I've had to move things around. So yeah, I moved you about thirty feet. Yeah, that perception check would have taken up your uh, um, your uh, your action. Okay, so, so I can't. No movement yeah. then. That is your movement. Um, you, as your action, you can't. Um, that was your perception. So to have a good look around yeah. to get a good assess of the situation. And next up, we have Lenny, and Lenny is just going to follow suit, and he's going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He's going to head off in this situation, (coughs) moving himself just in front of... um, of anarchy and he's having a good stare across um river uh he has no um what should we call it uh, no ranged weapons no ranged attacks and yeah again he just holds his action just in case anything is going to lunge out at him uh after that we have jaquai okay jaquai is going to move forward And hold right there. Second. And you're going to move there. You can, if you wanted to, you can spend your, use your action to move another 40 foot if you wanted to. Or you can hold your action in case something attacks for you or. Yeah, I'll hold my action. Just in case anything comes at you, no worries. And so, after Jaquai, um, I'm sorry, um, I forgot there. I think it's Mouse. Yep, it's Mouse and the Alchemist. Give me one second. Let me just check the Alchemist's dexterity. What's your dexterity, Mouse? That's all right. He's only got a plus one. So you go first, Mouse. You're, you're, you're muted, Victor. Oh, apologies. Yeah, it, yeah. Pretty high dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure. I'm going to try to stream this with uh, from OBS as, uh, as soon as. So uh, let's see. I'm going to use 
uh, both my uh, action and my bonus action to, to move as fast as I can, okay? Sure. Uh, so that will see 5, 10, 60, that'll move me to here. I'm going to dash across the, the back of the room as, as low and quietly as possible. <laughs> now that I'm in the glowing light of that brazier that's right there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to sort out the other map as well for the viewers. So, uh, you're moving along there. You can spend your bonus action. So, you you move there and then you spend your action. You can also spend your bonus action to dash. And you can move another th uh, 30 if you want. Well, I moved. I already moved 60. I, I did. Yeah, so you can use your movement to move 30. Then you can move, use your action to dash. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, so I can, you're right. So I can move a total of 90 feet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I will. So I'll keep, I'll continue to move across the, the back wall or whatever. Um, is this a wall back here where, where we are moving along? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the end of the room, the wall that you're just right next. So if like your shoulder is sort of like touching the wall as you're sliding along the other back, trying to keep out of range of anything that probably be thrown at you. Okay. <laughs> And uh, and that's everything, yeah. That's everything for me. I'm still I'm still trying to uh, get this. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second, and I think I can do this using Stream Deck, so I won't have OBS up there. I'll have this full screen. There we go. Oh, you got I it. Finally got it. I got it. Let's it, see it, if, it, if it stays uh, live. If not. Um, I will, I will stream. Okay. Uh, right. Let me just, um, zoom out a bit here. Oh, good. Yeah, you are alive. All right. And... Here we go. Move this down. So everybody can see. I don't know whether everybody can see that. Yeah, Jaquai and I are hidden under the avatars, but that's all right. We'll be out of there soon enough, I'm sure. Perfect. Um, so, um, after you comes the alchemist. And let's have a look and see what he's going to do. Oh, for, for the love, now I know why it won't. It won't let me have two windows open at the same time. Okay, you want me to stream it on OBS then? If on my you can. Own. Oh wait, no, I'm in the wrong window. Don't worry. Oh. Give me a second. <laughs> too many windows. This damn Nordic technology it just. Yeah. <laughs> so, give me a quick check. Let's see. Because what? it runs on need. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, well, no. 
That's okay. Just before we went live, I, I blew the circuit breaker for everything, just turning on my microwave. So thank God for your uninterruptible power supplies. Yeah. So, the alchemist moves around the table and he goes five, ten, fifteen, twenty to there and then dives straight into the water. Of course. Damn, our brilliance. And straight down. And um, you start to see a um, um, oh sorry, that was Pat. Um, no, that was the wrong one. Um, so uh, you start to see um, all his clothes starting to disappear, and then you see his tail starting to get inordinately large. And just then get larger and larger. And disappears on the neath. And then reappears. <laughs> at the top. And then uses the last ten of his movement. Ten and moves to there, um, and then he uses his action to move forward. Five, ten, fifteen. 20 and stops there. <coughs> so after that, we have Luke. Luke, you're up. And Luke could not be happier that it appears that this guy wants to turn this into a physical battle. This is <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's see. All right. Now this That was very surprising. So uh, let me uh, totally rethink what I was going to do. So that's 10, 20, 30 and let's see if I get the little ruler thing is that the ruler thing yeah so I can go 10 20 30 okay and that's within 30 feet cool all right so uh so Luke's action will be to move let's see now I'm gonna go back to moving uh 10 20 30 and that puts him within range of the critter. And I haven't cast this one in a while. Um, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, it's just the basic cantrip. Yeah, just the basic sacred flame cantrip, which is only, uh, which dex. is 60 feet. That's a dex yeah. save, right? Uh, that is correct. It is a dexterity oh. save. Well, he rolled a 17, so oh. I think he <laughs> son so, of, uh, son of a crocodile. 
Music's a little loud there. Yeah. Okay, just give me a second. How's about that? Yeah, it's better. Keep doing. So, uh, Luke, after finishing Luke, up at the very top half, you see that um, sort of like, you know, purplish hue spider again along the ceiling, start to walk towards. 5, 10, 15, 20. And it's walking on the ceiling of the room. Uh, and it, it sort of like seems to walk into the center of the room and then just stops there. And it's sort of like, you know, uh, its head is weaving from side to side. Uh, it's a bit too far away to, to see it too clearly, but it doesn't seem to be doing anything. It just is looking at the moment and then doesn't do anything. So after that, it is the lair action so and so, so let's do another 10 sets now 30 so um the cauldron up at the top the um the smoke there that it's pr uh, producing is now spread out into a 30-foot radius around it and starts filling the room with this green smoke that has sparks of gold and red in, inside the smoke as it starts to... <clears throat> uh, sort of like a... a sort of, it kind of looks like a thunderstorm of smoke as it starts to sort of like billow out and cover the room. Seemingly having no effect on the, the spider creature up here at the top. So, after that, we have Aniki. Aniki, seeing that, um, so it's the uh, 5, 10, Any key is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. It's going to move to there. And she's going to hold her action to see if the crocodile comes in melee range. And she's going to attack it with her sword. She then quickly turns to... Um, Lineal, 5, 10, 15, 25, and says, Game face, Lenny. And Lenny sort of like looks down <laughs> and uh, sort of like looks over to her, nods his head, and then he clasps both his forearms with the opposite hand as if doing a, a handshake with himself and then digs his nails into his forearms where you've seen all those scars along both forearms and drags his nails down his forearms drawing blood on both of his forearms and screaming pursues himself into an extreme rage foam spits forth from his mouth he goes Aah! and then 
hooves it straight forward towards their crocodile. And he goes 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. It gets right up close, right next to the crocodile. Right in the middle of the white rillet's head. It's there right up against them. And <coughs> um, let's see. Lenny, he throws the shield down to one side and he pushes the leather strap for the mace up his forearm and he attempts to grapple the crocodile. And he rolls an 11. What is his strength modifier? That is... And he's got advantage on that as well because he's raging. Ooh, that is a natural 19. So now it's going to be contested by the crocodile. See if it can escape it. And that is a four. So Lenny, you see, dip down right into the into the river and grab hold of the crocodile's head. It's a snout inside and just grabs hold of it and lifts it right up and puts it into a headlock, bearing down and holding it and holding it in place. The crocodile is now restrained. So, uh, let's see. He's got five bits of movement. He's going to try and drag. Oh, no, he can't because it takes half his movement to try and drag something else. So he's just there. He's grabbed hold of the crocodile, and he's just holding it in place so it can't move. So next up is Jaquai. Okay. Jaquai is going to move... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Only going to move 30. Now I'll go ahead and move a full 40. <clears throat> so that I can take a shot at the back of the crocodile with a dart. Yeah, 5, 10, 15. Yeah, it's definitely within your 20 foot range. So go for it. Roll. Uh... <coughs> Roll it at uh, your attack. All right. So that's 19. In total, that hits. Roll damage. And that's 10. Ten. Oh, no, wait, sorry. That was my yeah. claw dice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need my dart dice. Yeah, it should be a 1d4 plus... Ooh, still an 8. Still an 8. Oh. 8. You can only add 4. Right. I, I, I rolled a 4. Okay. Plus my 4 for my uh, dex. Dex. Minus 8. Okay. So anything else you'd like to do? Um. So I'd like to try to hit it again. Does that work with the darts or just the claws? No, that's just the claws. Just when you're in melee range. Okay. Um. Then uh, I'll hold steady. Okay. After that, we have we have mouse.
Uh, sorry, okay. I was just gonna move to there. I think I counted that right at 30, where he was. 10, mm-hmm. 20, 20, 30, yeah, an angle. Uh, and uh, draw his bow. Um, so, and shoot at the creature. And he drops his bow, and uh, <laughs> it, it, the, the sharp point of the end of it uh, the shoe. Uh, and he lets you, have to, you have to say it. What did you get? You have to say it. Natural one. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, poor yes. buddy. Yeah, poor, poor old guy. Uh, but at least he has a, a bonus action, right? So yep. Uh, he's going to run over here and get between these two here. So at least he's close. Uh, so um, the crocodile is going to try, attempt to break free of the grapple. He didn't expect somebody to be this strong sir just hey, hey, be- before the did did body take an action Anakin standing back here oh I think we missed body yeah body should have uh, I think Anakin Anakin uh, inspired Laniel and I think, I think okay we, I yeah think sorry we... about that yeah, so yeah, Botty was just after running. Me. Yeah. So you can go now, Botty. Sorry about that. Um, Let's draw a bow. Take a shot. Go for it. Uh, within 80 feet, see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, I'm about 40 feet away. Okay. So, um, sorry, let me roll. Ooh, natural 16. And s- archery, sorry. What else would I add to that? Uh, plus 5, 3 and 2. And you rolled a right, 15, so, so you hit, so you can... Okay. Roll for damage. Uh, 1d6 plus 3. Nice. 4, that's plus 7. So you hit the crocodile while it's, it's restrained right in the side of its in, in its mouth, um, just as it's holding. Actually, in its throat, Lenny has grabbed hold of the head and so lifted. Now you see the, the very pale underside of the, of, the, um, of the throat. And as you hit it, you suddenly see the form drop and the crocodile disappear. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Crazy. <laughs> and give me a second here. Um, Something's gone wrong somewhere.
Sorry about that. Technical difficulties with the map. <laughs> so in um, Lanil's grasp, you see the the uh, the turtle. Uh, Turtle. You see the crocodile disappear, and then the um, Argonian reappear. I'm going to have um, Lenny uh, roll a dexterity check to see if he can keep hold of him after he transform him into a smaller form. Oh no, and that's a one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so <laughs> as he sort of like you know shrinks down after a body hits it straight and throw with the the arrow, the arrow sort of like you know falls to the ground as um, sort of like you know there's no blood seem to be spilled um, from the uh, from the crocodile, but you've done enough damage to destroy the form that uh, had previously been taken by. Um, uh, the Argonian, and then slips back into his Argonian form, and his um, his black robes coming back out into into his appearance, and he sort of like splashes down into the um, into that area just there. You, the uh, the crocodile has disappeared, and the Argonian's back, right? Nope, crocodile's tr- crocodile came back. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm using the wrong one. We're we're imagining the Argonian being there. So. The Argonian is put on weight. <laughs> so. Clearly, I shouldn't have gotten so close to Lanil. I brought the aura of the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. done it again. I need to. Uh, that'll be a good nickname for Mouse's nickname. <laughs> the one, the one. <laughs> first. Um, here we go. Sorry about that. So he, the, the Argonian now splashes down into the water, and after that, it was then he and then to Kwai went. Mouse was already gone. Uh, and then it's the alchemist's turn. So, judging with the uh, amount of people there, he gets up and oh, gets up to the surface and moves here, and then turns to face about. There and then casts Thunder Wave. As you've seen um, Luke do many times before, he clasps his, uh, holds his hands outside, and murmuring a, a few words, and then with a bright smile, smashes his hand, his palms together, as if a spark ignites in between his palms, and then this in a fifteen-foot cube, so. 5, 10, 15. So that's going to get George, Lenny, and Mouse. And let me just... Oh, no. 
that is the wrong one. There we go. And was Thunder Wave. So that is doesn't say how many dice is Thunder Wave, Pat? It is four. That's two D eight. Let's see. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, two, two D eight, and it's put. Yeah, on a, yeah, fail saves pushed on a not on a successful saves not pushed. Yeah, so got um, two D eight. So what we got that? That is not a D eight. Oh, it is a D8. No, it's not. I've lost my D8. Uh, I'll just do it on the bloody thing. So, 2D8. Two, nice. And a and a three. So um, you got to make um, let's see. Uh, fail save. Fifty four Constitution saving throw. That's a D20, right? Yep. Yeah. And... So... Um, the new... And... So that is a six. So Lanio fails, um, but with a thirteen, Anarchy succeeds. All right, I rolled a thirteen as well for Mouse. Thirteen. Yep. So you succeed. So you're not pushed um, ten feet away, but Lanio is. So he goes five, ten, and. He takes, what was that, five points of damage? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, 2d8. Do we all take the five even though we don't get pushed? No, you take half that, so you take, uh, round it down, so you take two points of damage. Alrighty. 
two dark. And then um, for his uh, movement, he's going to jump back into um, the uh, the river. That's um, so it's five. That's ten and fifteen. 20 and then he's going to dive down five feet so he's now five feet below the surface as well um right, so he's now disappeared from view uh, as he's moving away um mouse you do get an uh, uh, you can use your reaction to make an opportunity attack as he was in melee ring range yeah, with you. Uh, i would love to do that uh, may i attack with my daggers go for it you can only do, use um one, one dagger, dagger too okay one attack, yeah. So, uh, let's see. That's uh, plus dex and proficiency. So that'd be uh, 23. 23, that hits. Uh, nice. And so a d4. So it's just a one single d4. Let's see. And I rolled a three. Um, do I get, I get attack bonus on that too, right? So six. No, yes. I don't. Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. Six. Minus six up there. Doing your actual uh, first damage to uh, the alchemist um, so far. So now, um, after the alchemist, now it is Luke's turn. So um, <laughs> this area here, the, the shoreline area, of the of the river is it is it an abrupt shoreline is it does it gradually slope into the river what's what is the transition from the hard ground we're on to the river and in, in kind of this area um in front of luke it seems to be kind of like gradual gradual it's probably like about a 10 foot so you could probably step down into it you've seen the um the alchemist um being able to get up and out pretty easily didn't have to do a strength check or an ability check so um but you did see that once he entered this area here he did descend at least five feet so he's now below the surface yeah so you don't yeah, know how yeah. deep it is yeah i'm assuming he is probably uh he's probably out of out of out of range and Mechanically, um, I, I can't imagine that him being well, five feet water. You can just... still attack him, uh, but you'll be attacking at disadvantage. So you yeah, probably yeah. you know where he went down, and you can probably faintly see him through the water. Yeah, I just I, I don't like my little flame strikes chances for, uh, versus a, uh, a an Argonian submerged underwater. It just feels like it's not <laughs> likely to be, be too effective. So um, that's what I was thinking. If I can go, all right. So if if I if I can let's see that square is no actually no this square okay this square all right so i'm gonna uh propose uh, see all right I'm, uh, sorry i gotta gotta get back to movement all right i'm going to try to move luke to right there so he's sort of wading in the water is that like up to his you know knees or something there if he if he just sort of yeah, splashes into the yeah. water and okay all right so that then puts him within range of 60 uh for the spider and i will cast uh my my uh flame cantrip uh uh uh, at uh, at the spider on the ceiling, um, uh, you don't really uh, have to um, to roll to hit. So let's say you did hit it uh, as you pass it. It it doesn't move because it's it's a dexterity save to see if it avoids it, but it doesn't even move, and your sacred flame just disappears right through it. It l ah. lays on it and then disappears and just falls like cast right through it as if there was nothing there. 
Okay. <laughs> so that's your um, action. Is there? Uh, um. Uh, that's your action. I, Would you have a bonus action? Or uh, I, I don't have a bonus action. Let's see. So it's remind me. How, so I had to move ten feet. Do I get my balance of movement after? Yeah, or, you can. You, you can move your remaining twenty. All right. So I'm going to then move. Uh, given that the spider is not a concern, I will move that ten. I, I will move there to be. Uh, where's where did Lenny? Lenny got pushed to. He's behind you with the. Uh, uh, with RNG, with like the orange, that. yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll move there. Uh, Lenny's got plenty of room to come up beside me if he has a strike. Okay, yeah, that's that's it. That's it for me. And after Luke, now it's the spider's turn, and it again, it doesn't move. It just sort of like you know, it's kind of like moving back and forth and sort of like you know it's kind of swaying as it's looking at you all upside down seemingly very interested in in what's happening what's going on hmm. uh, after that it is the layer and layer action and we have the um, the, the smoke <coughs> excuse me from the cauldron extends again and uh, starts spreading out even further. So it's now... Now coming right here. So the edge of the smoke is to there. Trying to aim anything through it, it's going to be attacking... Um, at disadvantage if you're trying to fire into it or anything into it but it's all the, the cloud of smoke is now extended to there so after that it is anarchy so anarchy want to move five ten fifteen 25 is going to move to there and again she's going to hold her action in case anything comes in range and she's going to take a swipe at it with uh, with her uh, with her sword uh, and after that it's Butty looks like my view is obstructed of the spider here um and his flames went right through it, huh? Yeah, you, you should have said this earlier, but no, the the spider it can see you, but you can't see the spider anymore. It's been watching you, I but cannot see. yeah, because yeah. it's inside. I, I I forgot to realize that's inside the smoke cloud. Mm -hmm. Oh, he he is inside the smoke cloud. Okay. I'm going to head towards this ledge then. Uh, um, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 5, 30 is to here. And instead of an attack, can I use that as a bonus action to move again? Yes, you can. You can use your action to move another 30. So you're dashing. Right, so 5, 10, 15, 20. 
25 30. Let's stay back here. I don't want to take a risk of getting in that cloud. All right. Uh, anything else I need to do? No, you uh, you do have a bonus action. What, what sh shall I do with that? <laughs> can't really see the spider through here. The guy's underwater. Can I use it to move more? No, that's a, a feat that only uh, Jaquai and Mouse has. But you do have a, a bonus action that you can use. I don't even. Uh, you're a bonus action. Yeah. Bar oh, there we go. Yeah, let's inspire somebody. Uh, who's closest? At Luke, you look like you're up here in the the muck. Have uh, you have not gone this round? I have not gone this round. Correct. Okay, so I will ins see. Oh, wait, is there a range to that? I might. He might be out of range. No, my recollection is pretty wide. I think we've had this come up before. Okay. Colin, do you remember? Right. I think it's big. Yeah, I'm, um, not too sure. Let me just check. It's either thirty or sixty, um, uh, or it's twenty-five. Yeah, he's eight. about five, right? Yeah. Um, so, how about sixty? It's on sixty. Okay, good. Right. Sixty, yes. Yeah, so. um, so let's sing a, um, a a song of of Luke's childhood that he that he told Body that he used to like. Oh, nice, nice touch. <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah. Awesome. So you take a one d six inspiration die that you can use um, for an attack roll or um, saving throw um, in the next ten minutes. Nice. Lovely. <coughs> okay, so after Botty is Lenny. Lenny, seeing as that there's not much for him to do if he hasn't been able to whirl at him. Um, so, he... Um, he basically wants in his rage fuel state, especially after getting hit with that he's going to move 5, 10 15 20 and he dives down jumps into the river trying to find and let's see if he can roll a perception check see if he can find yeah definitely that's a 17 um, so he sees any across and um He's going to attempt to uh, grapple him again and pull him back. And let's see. Um, yeah, he's still raging. He took damage the last round. So no, that's a two. So cool. in, in the in the water, the uh, Argonians just too quick for him. Managed to duck down right out of um, uh, our lane. That that's his action and. He doesn't take a bonus action, and his. Um, oh wait, that was a strength check. Is it? Um, no, sorry, it wasn't. 
It was just uh, an attack, so he doesn't get advantage. Right, so that's uh, Lenny um, finished. He doesn't have a bonus action. So Lenny is finished there. After Lenny, we have Jaquai. Hmm. So Jaquai is going to Okay, so is is this area over here accessible? Uh, you have to make an either an ac acrobatics check or um, an athletics check. So if you want to, this is 10 foot from the floor. So the floor is here. And then here, this is a ledge that's sticking out of the top of the wall. Uh, seemingly destroyed by the water flowing through it and half the wall has fallen down and sort of like, you know, created all these rocks down there so the, the water has managed to get in through all the rocks but it's all sort of like jagged rocks down here but this is like a, a five foot ledge no sorry about a two and a half foot ledge that's sticking out of the side of the wall but it's 10 foot high so you'll either take an acrobatics check to jump up and hang from it with your hands or an athletics check if you want to jump up and pull yourself up so you're standing on it All right, so I would rather be standing on it than hanging from it, <laughs> even though there's a big advantage to uh, acrobatics over athletics for me. Yeah. So, yeah, so make uh, an athletic check for me, please. <laughs> you know that sound that you make when you drag your claws down a chalkboard? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and with your really good ears, it's a, especially painful. Yeah. So I made it to about eight feet and dragged myself slowly down the rest of the way. I rolled a one. The old one. Yes. Woof. So you, um, uh, as you get up there, you, um, Um, you grab, you do actually manage to grab hold of it, but then you close that to screech across and you actually pull a clump of uh, moss that was on the side and pull it off and it goes and flows right in your eyes. At the moment, you've got a, a huge chunk of moss covering your face and it stinks. <laughs> I got that going for me. Uh, is there a bonus action or anything else you'd like to do in your turn? <laughs> Splash a little water in my face. <laughs> After that, we have mouse. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Well, this might be incredibly stupid, but uh, he sees mouse sees Lenny dive in there, so mouse is going to do the same and draw his daggers. Is that uh, um, is that within his ability to do? It is, but if you're attacking on the water, you do yeah. have disadvantage. Disadvantage, yeah, I realize. Uh, I roll disadvantage twice, once for each dagger, or or just once for both daggers? No, you roll um, twice for both daggers. Twice for both your, daggers. your other dagger will be uh, the offhand attack. Right, okay. So, um, 
Well, I've got to try to do some damage to this thing. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, roll uh, twice for each dagger here. Ouch. Oh, well, it's not. I, I rolled a 20 first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I because I roll ones when I need something good and I roll 20. <laughs> anyway, uh, I rolled a 16 seconds, so that's. That's really so that's extra uh, roll for damage and that will be yeah. your the, the 1d4 and your four, three decks i think it is three decks, decks. Yeah. Yeah, three decks. Right. so that's four plus three seven all right so now i'll roll the second one yeah and this one you don't add your decks to the damage okay 16 ah five was the second roll so um do I even need to roll for damage on that one? No, so you you, you missed with the second one. Yeah, so how good. much was the first damage? Did you say seven? Uh, seven, yes. Um, now I realize I'm going to take potential hit here, but I'm going to uh, dash back for my bonus action. Well, it, it, for your bonus action, you can disengage which means that's, right, disengage. that's right i forgot yeah he doesn't um, have the, an yeah. opportunity attack or you can you can sort of like try and pull away and then well actually the, you could use your bonus action to try and hide yeah uh, the water you're inside the smoke now so yeah um so i'm trying to think yeah. of that uh but i can only disengage i can't move right so um well did you move use all your movement there to get there no, I only used uh, ten feet of it, right? Yeah, so you, you you can move away and then sort of like incur an opportunity attack, uh, but then use your bonus action to hide, or you can use your bonus action to disengage and then move away without the fear of incurring a. Oh, I can. Okay, I wasn't sure if I, oh, that's right. So I don't use it. So I will use the disengage and then move back. Let's say I move ten to get there. So uh, fifteen, twenty. 20. 25, I'm going to move back here uh, to that spot right there. Get out of the water. Or is my is my movement halved in the water, though? Yeah, well, there it's not. Oh, because oh, that's... Uh, there it is, oh, but it, it yeah. wasn't that big of a deal. You were okay. sort of like, you know, it's just coming up to your waist. Yeah. Uh, there right. is up to your knees. Um, so from there, now it is the alchemist's turn. And let's see, he is going to um, use his wild shape ability again for the second and last time. Again, you see the him expanding out and turning into a crocodile again, and he is going to latch onto Lenny. So he's going to attack Lenny. So roll the twenty, and that is ten plus three, I believe. 
Melowag plus four, so that's 14. And Lenny's is got an armor class of 12 because he's just in clothes. He's got no armor on or anything like that. So he latches onto Lenny. You see the, the jaws come springing out and latch onto Lenny's uh, arm and onto his side. The mouth is big enough to grab hold of this big chunk of uh, Lenny's shoulder. And then he's going to use his movement to pull Lenny underneath the water. So let's roll for damage first. And that is Pete Reach Final Picture is one D ten. That's two piercing. So D ten. There's a two plus two, so that is four points of damage. Then he pulls and uses his movement to try and pull Lenny underneath, and it takes half his up half his movement. But now, as you see, Lenny is starting to be pulled below the surface of the water, and then he disappears. He's in the cloud. And you see the, just the legs kicking up underneath. Um, Lenny's got a good constitution uh, modifier, so he has plenty of air for the moment. And that is the alchemist's turn. After that, it's now Luke's turn. Okay. Uh, so Lenny is... So so the, the smoke is there. Can we... Because we're close... To what's going yeah, you, on with you, Lenny and the, you can, can we see what's going him. on? Yeah, you kind of make out. Um, well, actually, roll a perception check. Just a quick one, so you just have a quick glance to see if you can pierce uh, through. 16, I think. Let's see what's going on. Yeah, that's, that's plenty. You, you you hear Lenny scream out in pain as the, as the jaws jump down on him and um, sort of like mouse pulling back and he's going, yeah, he's just about there. And then you hear Lenny scream out, and you hear you see Lenny's like head and his shoulder just disappear underneath the surface of the water. <clears throat> okay, uh, it feels like it's maybe more productive to see if I can, given that he's in the shallow bit. I'm wearing armor, so I'm not going to dive in, but I'm going to try to step to kind of this shallower area here and see if I can. Uh, see if I can uh, you know, grab grab a you know a, a sufficiently meaty part of Lenny's body <laughs> to, uh, to to exert some force against the uh, the crocodile and see if we can pull him back onto the shore at least or at least to the surface. So try to grab Lenny and uh, contest the crocodile to, to to bring Lenny back to the surface. Yeah, so that's going to be two rolls. So um, roll an attack to see if you can attack Lenny, if you can grab a hold of Lenny, but he is underwater now, so he's going to be at a disadvantage. All right. Uh, 13 and 12. Let's see. So uh, that would what be would be the modifier on that? 
Uh, you're trying to basically you're trying to grab him, so you're trying to grapple him. So that would be your strength so modifier. Strength. Okay, so that that would be sixteen then, even with disadvantage. Yeah. So you you definitely grab hold it. So you get a chunk of Lenny. So now you're going to have a, a contest with the crocodile to see uh, sort of like a strength of contest. So this isn't at disadvantage. So just roll a strength check for me, please. All right. Let's go here. Oh, that's not good. Um, so strength, so do I add strength modifier to that as well? Yeah, just not your proficiency. Okay, right. So that is, I am going to use my inspiration, which is a D6, I think. Yeah, D6. So I roll a 7, plus strength modifier is 4, is 11. And to that, I am going to add 3 for 14. 14, I'm afraid. Um, the crocodile rolled a 12 and he's got a plus two and I know that if um, the uh, if you both draw then the, it stays at the status quo so you do have a hold of Lenny but also does a crocodile so it, he doesn't move so he doesn't pull him any further away but you also can't pull him away because your strength is about equal okay it, was I able to uh, keep Lenny sort of is he under the water and I'm holding him static or is he like No, your 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 hands are below the water. You've like got a hold of okay. like half okay. a shoulder or something like that and you're trying right. to but his head is, is still below the water. Alright, I will can I will uh, I'll status quo it is then. We'll uh try to try to keep uh, I'll, I'll try to maintain the status quo. Okay. So after that it will be the spider's turn. You don't see the spider, but you dear here, off in the center, goes, ah, such a fitting spectacle. Ah, the, the mistress will be most gratified at this outcome. Whoever shall succeed. And we're going to take a quick break there. And uh, we'll be back in about five or ten minutes, just to give the guys a chance to wet the whistles and uh and me and myself to <coughs> get rid of this nasty cough thank you everybody for uh joining us uh on this uh, episode i believe it it's episode 22 of skyrim 1080 and um tune in next time to see if uh we can fight uh, get to the, the conclusion of our intrepid gang's face off against the alchemist Thanks, everybody. All right. We'll be back soon. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com, where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.